Hey y'all hey, Delta Major here. I play Salix Dendron and the sneaky twin flame from another plane who we have dubbed Alternate Salix, Anti-Salix, and The Mole. Things are about to get wild in episode 74, but first, a recap from your favorite doppelganger. Oh man, this group can't catch a break, can they? The dinguses that stayed back in Imora to track me? What are their names? Stanks and Turdpile, or something like that. Listen, I'm here to get information, not to make friends. This is not journeyman's best friends race. Anyway, those fools had their own little adventure. Stanks went to the library to learn more about the gods and religion and their cult, I guess. Turdpile found a way to get back to the airship and blow my cover. And they babysat Rex's parents. They were rudely awoken, quite literally, by mechs from Iwi fucking up the cat treehouse. Unfortunately, the dinguses and Rex's parents made it out safely with the help of uh, Mr. Figs or whatever his name was. So yeah, they make it out safely and onto the airship after some bartering and IOUs. They find their group and everyone catches each other up on what's been going on. Rex and his demon baby, he has yet to birth. The alternate version of Stanks and Turd Pile. The fake boarding passes, the drama in Nymora, the catfight over Galadrab, and how they believe little old me is not the real Salix. First off, I am the real Salix, I'm just not your Salix. Secondly, y'all really should learn how to whisper. Okay, that's it. Back to my mission. together like in the staircase Are you, you guys want- <laughs> let's let's go to that let's let's let- <laughs> sure and smash cut hold t- two feet away us in a yeah. staircase <laughs> galahad's like son of you can just see him like roll his eyes like oh, can i get another beer <laughs> she's already just like yeah, of course <laughs> play wingman for the guy and he hates you i don't understand I didn't, I didn't need the overindulgence wingman. You know, I was no, good. It's I, working. I, no, you did. It's working. I, I was, I was good with you know the dire tiger wrapped existing. around. I mean, the I dire tiger, existing. the dire tiger wrap. You know, really kind of just did the whole damn thing. You know, you now you're. <laughs> I feel like but the now, wrap too, like the now head she'll was tell like you right your friends on. About I yeah. feel like the head was like right on your crotch. 
She got the hint. <laughs> All right. What's in the letter? <laughs> Jesus. Whatever. Uh, in very uh, practiced in uh, neat handwriting, uh, it says uh, sweet to be. So Shang but, says in Inferno. Does this count as a cat call? To both of us <laughs> snickering and then, like two idiots in the hallway. <laughs> I wait till Galahad is no longer around Aura to approach him and uh, hand him his letter. Where'd you get this? Oh, this was... You, you didn't realize that somebody planted this on you? Apparently not. <clears throat> oh. I also sir. didn't realize that someone took it off me. Well, I mean, not me, so I expect you to notice that, but I saw it. I saw the paper, and uh, here you go. And uh, I presume this is from Summer? I, yeah. Either that or Aura managed to slip it on you. Um, but sweet to be. Was it the same arm? On the same arm that Aura padded? It definitely was. <laughs> okay. <sighs> now Galahad is like having a moral dilemma in his head. Of like, you make the peak with the random hot aristocrat. You keep your conversation with the with the barkeep who's reading books and kind of just doing her job. I'm like, I also don't want to be put in a bag of holding because I think about what happened to fucking Kyber. Like, there's so much that <laughs> <laughs> You know, or it could... It or, could, or invite the barkeep. Eh, never mind. That's not going to happen. It could. Really, though? You don't know what the book you're is Your charisma is charisma's pretty high. <laughs> but I'll be Maybe rolling. D&D equivalent of Kama Sutra. You don't know what's in that book. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not in... Uh, I'm not saying Galahad would say no. All I'm saying is that he's not going to be the one to... Uh, bring instigate the situation. It's a novel on the outside, on the inside is tales and tales, and it's like, oh shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not gonna. I won't. But like, you know, if I'm, if I'm, oh, they're trashy romance novels. What she's reading? Uh, (laughs) They were trashy romance novels. (laughs) So you got. Is there uh, like, is there like a giant on the cover who's got like the long flowing (laughs) hair, holding the sword, just like this? On a rock. <laughs> oh my god! It's like the Star Wars poster with Leia around little Luke's like <laughs> leg. And it's like, uh, and uh, I uh, I hold it and I start I I, I think about what's what what I should do. <laughs> yeah, because it's afraid of Muhammad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Muhammad needs to know of these matters. Really? Okay, yes. I got. I see you. I see you. Then I look, I'm like, oh, it has been 50 years. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just got out of jail, you know. And then I'm like, well, you know, it could. And he's like, oh, I hope it's not that palindrome. That'll fuck up his whole mood. <laughs> <sighs> All right. All right, I walk with you guys. I guess you guys are going back downstairs for the bit. It's still like afternoon time. I thought we were going with you. Yeah, it's about afternoon. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, he's uh he, he has we're a choice. Good, good. Keep talking at the bar or uh, sweet to be. 
Sweet to be. Oh, look at that. You even got a double entendre in. That's that's nice. Oh man. That's funny. All right, let's go find Zex. <laughs> No, it's he, two he, in the wants, afternoon. It is two in the afternoon. This is this is a night venture sort of deal. <laughs> Not necessarily. I mean, I, I'm literally just keeping my parents sweet company. Two B could be in the afternoon. Our time could be at night. <laughs> I'm I'm literally just I'm literally just the the kid with his parents walking around, nonchalant, just you know, checking the sights the and whatnot. Weird demon in him. That's There's besides no the point. That's besides the point. And it's, it's not a demon. It's just a lesser deity who's fucking evil. Get oh, your facts straight. Nope. Get your facts straight. <laughs> Sir, I'll have you know. I'll have you know. For a matter of fact. Uh, concordant. Yeah. Essentially, if you find me, I would either be in, in uh, their room or between their room uh, the like the bar eating area, the commissary, and or uh, upstairs at uh, like on the deck. Like every uh, slightly older married couple that's like near retirement age, they're up on the deck looking out uh, uh, at the view with uh, cocktails in hand. Like they're like, "Fuck it, we're on this fucking ship to the Heartwood, and we got free passes and free food and." Yeah. I don't care how I got here. This is where we're gonna take this vacation. This it's like it's like the honey the honeymoon they never got. Yep. <laughs> got it. Um. Yeah. So if you guys find me there, we'd be on deck. Cool. So you're looking for Zex, or are you going to Sweet Two B? <laughs> gonna gonna go make a peek. Uh, on, or, or two? <laughs> I say roll for it. <laughs> just roll for it. Evens or odds. Evens or odds. Evens or odds. Roll for impulse control. Uh, roll for which head you're thinking with. <laughs> <laughs> like, like in, like in all honesty, tone for real. We have so like, many. We have so many things that like the world is gonna end for. Like we have so many shit on our plate. Get yours. Like, come on. I, I wouldn't even be mad. Tone. I wouldn't even be mad. Tone, evens odds. Come on, do it, man. Do it. Well, unless she stabs you, then you know I'd be kind of mad. I mean, then it'd be nice to have a person there with me, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then you just hear uh, what's that song? Double Team by Tenacious D starts playing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Do, do you want? Do you want? Uh, like distance company. What? You want to like, tell? Do you want somebody to tell you? <laughs> just, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man! Uh, <laughs> if Galahad gets stabbed, it's a scratch. Okay, she'd have to yeah, wield you're... something huge to hurt I'm, him. Listen, if, if I get ass- if I get assassinated, well, Don't then give fuck Tom it. Well, <laughs> he's gonna start pulling out once. Grunt once if it's good. Grunt twice. <laughs> no. If it's yeah, what's the if safe it went word? South, yeah. Oh man. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to think. Like, in all in all seriousness. <laughs> In all seriousness, let the dice, let the dice decide. No, no, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. I'm literally trying to think of like how my character would do this. Because if this is yes, my character yes. Thane, I would say no. Yes. Let's fucking go for it and let's try, right? Yeah. And he would not even. It would be no brainer. Of course. But of course. pray on it. But Paladin, not a saint. And it's not, <laughs> has no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with that either. But I'm also trying. I also don't feel that uh, Galahad is 
just propositioning women for threesomes like ever right like it's just True. like not a thing he, he's not about it like he's not gonna be like i'm gonna try to get this arranged if i walk into one or if i'm propositioned one then yes but i'm not gonna go and talk to the barkeep who is jealous of this other chick who is now looking at me and be like hey you want to come with me to 2b or hey i see you reading those books and uh i don't know no, that, doesn't sound, you like, that doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like galahad at all you want to live out in real life yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you got to choose sorry so so threesome's not an option so you got to pick i'm just one i'm not right. i'm not saying it's not an option i'm just saying i don't feel that he would go up to aura and be like right Hey, You're not no. going to facilitate it. No, yeah. but no. Yeah, I love right. that. We no, I, I get that. I get five that. minutes on the <laughs> of Galahad. That, that, no, like, I mean, I get it. Galahad would never be the one to be like, "Hey, I want you and you. Let's go." But yeah, if they right. came to him, <laughs> we want yeah. you. Galahad would be like, "By Bahamut's might, let's do this." Let's, yeah, know? and it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm, that is that is how I, I I'm but, feeling like that's how my character would go through this. But would when he would he also suspect Summer of potentially being the Palingard as well? Uh, yeah, I, reasonably. I I I reasonably would think it, even though they didn't give him the code word. But they asked about the coin, right? right? right. And so, and they they not, even though we know that the Palingard don't, they typically don't switch faces. Right. But it doesn't mean they don't know mask of many faces. Exactly, exactly. Or disguise self, right? Disguise self, like that doesn't. So like. He's going through this whole moral quandary. He's uh... so. Are you going to two B for uh, Galahad reasons, or are you going to establish on whether or not this is the contact? That's the question. I, th- I thought you were going to say Galahad reasons or little Galahad reasons. Uh, I will go for both. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> Poor summer. Poor summer. Oh my goodness! Summer, or you mean a uh, poor uh, aura? Aura is a aura of passion. Yeah, like I said, we don't know. She, like I said, summer could be a palindrome, and this is just her way of getting getting my attention. Saying, uh, Palin, I keep saying palindrome because it's a palindrome. <laughs> palindrome is a fucking gun in <laughs> Destiny Two, and, I, uh, and it's it's palindard. Sorry, I was palindard, but you know, Galahad also gets names wrong, so you know. I figure if you're saying it wrong, it's in it's on brand. It is yeah. 100% what Galahad would say. Um, <laughs> all right, so I look at them like, oh, I'll see you later. Have fun. All right. Fuck it, we're doing it live. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And Argyle and Shanks are tailing. I don't uh, know. Is that how that's going? Uh, you can obviously. We, you, we're going to give him a safe. We give him a safe distance. All right, we know it's right. in two B. We'll yeah, pass okay. by, and then we'll pass <clears> by <throat> later on. We'll, that's uh, what I figured. Tommy, uh, where on yeah. where on the map is two B? Two B. One of the big ass suites. <laughs> this one, on the top. Uh, right here. Right mirror. Oh, uh, it's the fucking up. owner of the ship, man. So it's on our floor right at the end of the hall. Okay. <clears throat> no, 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 no. It is the go up uh, a deck to one of the suites. One of the oh, big, the big where the lounge okay. is. Yeah, like the big. Gotcha, gotcha. It's this one up here. This oh, is suite 2B. 
we're not we're not seeing a thing. Yeah, I'm not seeing the ping for some reason. This is sweet. This oh wait, sorry, I'm on the wrong layer here. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, gotcha, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <clears throat> All right. So Galahad knocks. Okay. Um, you hear a hello, Summer. Come in. Uh, I open the door. Uh, she is uh, uh, over to the left here, uh, at like the like the vanity table. And uh, as you walk in, she says, "Did you remember your pamphlets?" And I look at her, <clears throat> like. Quizzically. <clears throat> Pamphlets, yes. Uh, did... Did not expect a tabaxi. Oh, I'm not a tabaxi. And she sort of snaps her fingers and you see a half-elfin uh, woman with uh, sort of like almost a bob cut, uh, straight black hair, um, very sharp features, uh, somewhat... You can tell she's form uh, she's uh she's fit but she's not like tiny mm-hmm. she's, you can tell that she could probably handle herself okay um and uh just it, wearing pretty much the same thing that she was wearing as a tabaxi just sort of like a, a summer dress or like a like a sundress okay uh oh, yes that's uh what i'm more familiar with so you must be the tailor you're well informed. Yes, I was uh, surprisingly informed after seeing Argyle and Shanks aboard this ship. Oh, trust me, it was uh, it was quite the topic of conversation. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. Oh, so, could you give me a little bit about what happened to Nymora? From your perspective, Nimora. Oh, I. What happened in Nimora? The, the. Uh, it was an attack from. Uh, out of game. We know they're robots from Mechfall. Did Argyle tell us that? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> there were attacks of these robot warriors from uh, another plane, Iwi, uh, from a city called Mechfall. They came and stormed a portion of the city. She is super confused. I've been on this ship since we left. And my partner arrived not six uh... well this is the next day for sometime yesterday afternoon. Not three or four hours after we left uh, Nymora. What happened? So there was an attack. Yes, that's that's what that's what uh, they told us. They they were uh, looking out over Zex's house. They saw that someone was following, going. They saw that someone went to the house who was your partner, allegedly. Oh yes, I I know of I yeah, know yeah. of that part. But this attack on from Mechfall, I, I have not heard of. 
Yes, it seemed to have happened immediately after we we took off because we saw no notion of it as we were getting onto the airship. Hmm. My partner said that he was there for quite a while. Um, Sort of, and she puts up her, like half smirking, puts up like quotation marks, staking out uh, the two that had left, or rather stayed. And, um, well... He didn't see anything uh, up to the point of where they spoke to your friends. Uh, was it... Do they still... Did they both go by Argyle and Shanks? Shanks, yes. Shanks. Yes. Uh, the, the other interesting aspect of all this was the mention of, of the variants. Yes. And that... Uh, to a, a number of them, I believe there's three of them that they have confirmed are working for the constable, one of which is with us. I did not confirm. Uh, perhaps your friends were able to confirm it, but I've been following a lot of you. Uh, she seems to keep to herself as far as I can tell. Granted, I can't see her at all times. But it was either her or one of the newer ones I'm not quite sure though one of the yes. newer ones it's Voyas uh, no I, I've I've heard her name before uh, Ty Ty was we weren't sure if he was being tracked or if he was an alternate or if uh, we're not sure on Ty either but it was it, it had to be either Salix or potentially uh, one of the rest of the party a, a variant that we have not seen yet the is it are there other variants of us aside from the paladin argyle for Ariok? uh there's a shanks uh, i don't remember the shanks one and then obviously is a sorcerer and rogue sorcerer yes and then uh salix who uses the shadow magic Yes, potentially. I believe if this is indeed the uh, variant that we are looking for, yours is not all that different. My yours isn't myself or oh no uh, or Al or Salix. Salix. Oh yes, yes. Though that we there were slight, slight differences that the party caught up caught up on when we first met Salix. They were, uh, they were a sober individual. They did not partake in alcohol. And then after they came back after the abduction, we they decided to start having alcohol with us at the, at the bar. Um, there was also another mention of someone seeing uh, within them seeing shadow more so than more so than before even though they were they are supposed to be meeting the daughter of the void it didn't seem it seemed off the rest of the party along with voyas is pretty on board that they are the the uh the variant and need uh, to be dealt with carefully yes <clears throat> i would suggest that when you I think it would be best if we take a more the not uh, a wait and see uh, more of a uh, 
I feel like why am I having such troubles coming up with the words to say this I feel like since they may be a bit easier you you have been traveling with them for quite some time at least for the last week or so yes you may have some insight on how to actually uh, take her into custody if you will Custody, uh, the the Palingard collecting them. Those that decide to, we're still trying to figure out why they are working with the constable. We are still trying to figure out who and what the constable exactly is. But it seems he collects variants of people that I've met in other planes it's it's quite odd he, I'm not entirely sh- like I said I, this is all speculation I we just know that there seems to be it seems to be a magnet for these variants of different people I mean depending on who you are other people could be the you could be the variant of somebody else it's relative really but there are specific variants that are attracted to him or he's attracted to and he collects them to do his bidding. Several of the people in your party have variants, including you, who work for him. What's the difference with mine? You followed in your father's footsteps. I was a... I wasn't sent away and I didn't believe in what I believe and I was more xenophobic less the xenophobic Eh, I'm sure there's still some in there conquering death Mm. seems I uh, didn't tow the line as I do now that was a different line to tow does my variant work for the constable or he's just in a different plane of existence living his life from what we can tell, he's in similar circles. There's no direct connection as of yet, but speculation, as I said. But so far, only the three that, from your intelligence, that work with the constable. Uh, your cleric friend. Um, serious? Glad. Glad. Oh, God, Not serious. No. Very powerful druid. Mm. Didn't grow up in a temple. She was taken in by the Fae. Ah, okay. And she crushed the Goliath that came towards her. Is she with Theaticus? believe so interesting it's all interesting are we very interesting group of people one could say that yes that's the polite way of saying it not what I am saying it (laughs) you're very interesting the whole lot of you so So, tabaxi friend quiets the demon within about that 
That is, uh, you just know everything, huh? Well, I've seen what happens when he doesn't. Could you care to explain? Oh, another variant. That has been taken over by Malar? Or a different god? Tranquil Quill, yes. And he... Is he just a... Uh, what is that? What is that word? Uh, a vessel? No. Uh, an avatar of Malar? Is that what he becomes? It's a very strange sort of amalgamation. Think of it more as a uh, symbiotic relationship. This is... uh... Or potentially parasitic. It depends on if he gives in or not. It's entirely on Zex to fight him off. His willpower? Not entirely on him, but it is up to him. There's very little any mortals can do to help him. Yes. With the intervention by uh, it was he just told me uh, uh, he was just visited by Solonar? Solonar, yes. Yes. Solonar's intervention, he, he, he saw his eyes. It's Sex has been questioning his his uh, his doubts of faith. Well, that remains to be seen. All I know is I've seen what happens uh, when he gives in. Then I will do my best to make sure that doesn't happen. Do you feel that we are on a collision course with our variants? Well, if you continue to meddle in the constable's plans, which I would suggest you do, uh, more than likely. And what of uh, the three individuals we met? Who are they? The three individuals that you met? Uh, When the constable met us and abducted Tay... The judge, the jury, and the executioner. Yes. They are his vanguard. Someone once quipped, at least from what I hear, again, most of what we know on the constable is not entirely confirmed. But uh, it's said that at some point someone quipped that the constable felt that he was the judge, the jury, and the executioner. So he found himself uh, some faithful, as it were. Those who shared his views. Are they his... Do they command legions? Do they have sense of... Are they his seconds to him? Or are there from others? What, from what we can tell, they are his lieutenants. No. Well, the mechanical taps away. <laughs> I got the mechanical one too. Then. It's all good. Um, okay. Uh, it's just, it just feels that as we take steps forward, it's just, there's always something. We have him. We've got these variants. We've got, uh, we've, we've have to, I have to eventually deal with Tiamat. There are, there's, 
so much at hand as we try to save these planes. There is. I don't envy you. <sighs> but what we can deal with is the Salic situation. You mentioned to you do it softly and to put them and to get them uh, arrested. I am worried. Do you believe the council has a plan if we get her to, if we get them to the arbiter? Do you think that is when they'll strike? Do you believe there's going to be a strike? They know we're going to see the arbiter of Sloan. They are a huge mainstay of this plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking taking the arbiter out would would if would be a huge strategic advantage for them if that's what they're trying to do. Hmm. We'd always operated under the assumption that the constable was too full of himself to really believe that anyone could stop him. Because if you look at his actions on a whole, that seems to be the case. This could be a ploy, of course. A brilliant strategy, and you are smart to see it. Hmm. That is something to take into consideration. I have not thought of that. Yes, we. That is. That's the reason why we're on this 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 airship oh. is to see her, and that uh, she was she was expecting Zex. Uh, so we wanted to get that get her to see him. But now with this revelation of Salix, I would hate to to bring her in with the audience. Now it could also just be she is playing along until we get to the temple. This is to receive true. to receive the boon, and they are just playing the long game. That was more where we were leaning towards. I don't know about the boon one way or the other. Seems to me if it was a cosmic entity that was choosing someone to be their reincarnation or a high priest or priestess, that they would be able to tell the difference between the particular one that they chose out of the infinite numbers. That was Voyas' suggestion that even if we take them, the daughter of the void would know. It would they would they would be dealt with then at that point. Hmm. That's another thing to consider. Yes. Hmm. Trying to find a compliment that doesn't sound like I'm coming on to you, but (laughs) (sighs) my uh Bahamut has been he's told me on many occasions I need to use my mind more, so I have been trying to put that into practice. Feels like you are succeeding. These are interesting things to take into consideration. Hmm. From what we could tell, at least from our limited perspective of following you at a distance, it seems, also taking into consideration your uh, stance that this whole thing may be strategic in some way, shape, or form, what if it wasn't for a... What if it wasn't for a strike? But what if it was for information? 
maybe somehow she looks slightly sort of like like somehow uh, you are more of a threat to him than he has been letting on what better way to stop a threat to an operation that you're performing than to get into that threat and figure out what it's doing from the inside that is a sound strategy but there are times when we have no idea what the fuck we're doing (laughs) it's readily apparent but you do have these shining moments of glory in which you do uh, you do seem to figure things out It would make sense. It just... Why risk it all if we go to the Temple of the Void with this Salix unless they decide to do the switch? Because we have a decision to make once we're done seeing the Arbiter, when we go north. Yes. We have two temples we need to go to. And we decide which one we want to go to first. We could attempt to do the Daughter of the Void and see if there's any protest from Salix. Yes. Which would seem odd because that's been their entire endgame. Mm-hmm. We're all aware. We're all on the side that this person is an imposter. So there really isn't anything they can do to kind of throw us off. I just... It just seems odd that they would go through with that and let everything be known and maybe be killed in the process by being the wrong chosen Salix. Perhaps the intent was to never actually go to the temple. Perhaps the intent was merely to find out as much information as possible until a certain point. There may be a cutoff. It's true. They did. They abducted Salix while we were still in Granzia which forced us to come into Sloan. Yes. And then everything kind of fell onto itself for us to find the information for the temples. We went to the first one, which was the last one, because we still need the boons. So they have that information. could also be for personal struggles within the party. Buttons to push, wounds to pick at, strings to pull. This is true. Going to Nymora was strictly for Zex's closure. There was no there was no strategic benefit of going to Nymora aside from seeing the benefit of our comrades seeing his family. Hmm. You have other parties dealings with the the two of them uh, with the Archfiend there's uh, there's there's Kyver who has Orcus but he's mm. been he's been missing unless you have eyes on him with a different person and
There may be something that I'd read. We have extensive files. I could imagine. <laughs> That's probably your Kaiva friend who's not here anymore. Uh, that was uh, crazy as a bed bug, that one. It was crazier. He's uh, dialed a bit, dialed it back a bit. Probably a good thing. Yes. Uh, so there was Kyver with the Archfiend. Uh, I'm trying to remember if there was a different Archfiend. Uh, there's Malar. There's he's a Demi. He's not an Archfiend. Uh, there's potential of Ariok with what we're hearing from. Ah, that was the one. But we haven't heard much about our we've heard the name but no no bidding no no nothing we've come into contact with hmm something to keep a tab on then yes i i think probably your best bet is to probably for strategic advantage alone would be to nip this in the bud as quickly as possible. I would say less force uh, or at least not coming to blows but some force may be necessary. Once we take Salix out will you take them in? Yes, of course. I would assume after the after we've landed on the ship to have a battle like that. We don't know what they're capable of. And there's always tricks up the sleeve with the amount of people in our party. This is true. As I said, very interesting group of people. Hmm. Well, do you, do you happen to know how far from the Arbiter we are when we land on this airship? Um, not all that far. It is a city-sized tree, and we'll be landing <laughs> uh, near the outskirts. So, the time it takes to travel from the outskirts to the center of the city, several hours maybe? Do you think you and your and your your companions could help us set a trap outside? I think we could try. What do you propose? <sighs> Have one of the one of the annoying talkers create a diversion or point something out she chuckles at the annoying talkers <laughs> uh, as uh, it would be out of character for me to just suggest going somewhere else uh, we find a it's all forest there's got to be some clearing I'm sure everyone who goes here is on a pilgrimage to see the arbiter to see the tree so there's got to be there is a clearing into the uh 
into like the eastern side of the tree. Uh, stone pillars, archways, that sort of thing. Usually not not uh, crowded with with pilgrims or regular citizens. Uh, depends on the time of day. Early in the morning, probably not. Midday with your potential tourism, because I mean, it's a city-sized tree. It is a, it is a place to behold. But uh, you could set at the right time. I believe the ship is set to land sometime in the morning. That may be the best bet then. I, I don't want to put any of these, these people at risk. It's the last thing we need. You're probably right. But I can go back you, to the party. Oh yes. Do you expect violence? I, I don't know. I don't. How, if, if these variants are what you say beings who come to the constable because they believe what he believes it is speculation speculation with a grain of salt so just keep that in mind i am i cannot confirm because i physically do not know but this is the simplest explanation is usually the most accurate yes i if we go with that Right. Yes, of course. Us having a conversation and bringing this conversation and accusing them of lying to us, telling them they're not the Salix that we may we we don't know, and saying that their ideals are against what our plans are, which are to save the planes, save these planes from colliding, to work with the being that wants to have that happen to not feel anything towards the countless deaths of that could happen from this. I don't know how we could convince them to go against that. It's not impossible, but we are actively trying to stop this from happening. Very simple question. Why try to convince them at all? Why not just... You must have some magic users in your party. I know you have a cleric and... Can any of you cast a hold person spell or... We can cast a hold person, but that's one fast minute that needs that everything needs to get done. Well, if we are setting a trap, would this not be the time... <sighs> We could do. I have, I have, I have only to incapacitate her for a short period of time so that we can bind her in some way, shape or form. And you can nullify her magic. That's a bit more difficult, but it's doable. I don't want to kill her. I have no, I don't suggest. I don't need to do that, but I don't need them with us on our party as we continue on on our journey. Well, whatever so, it is you decide, 
I suggest you speak to the rest of your group and figure out how you would like to do it. And if you would like to have us be involved in more than just showing up at the opportune time to whisk them away and take them out of your party, uh, let us know. What? So I'm aware, so I can bring everything to the table of the party. What are your what are your skills? What do you what are you good at in this situation? Pull up her character sheet. Uh you're looking at her sheet? Yes. I'm just double checking to make sure I know exactly what she has, because she's mostly a sorcerer. But she does have Ah, yes. Okay. She um, sort of flicks her wrist and as she sort of flicks it around like this, almost like she's grabbing something, Mm -hmm. a uh, long, thin rapier sort of appears and you almost sort of hear like the clinking of gears as as it sort of sort of pops up and she goes... This is my needle. I'm the tailor. And then she flicks, sort of pops it away, and you sort of see like a little, a slight shimmer of, of sort of gears and uh, clockwork. All right. Yes, we can definitely use you and not just showing up at the opportune time the more the merrier in this i think that we can do that i will let the team know what the plan is we'll keep it business as usual for the next couple of days and get them to the clearing out to the east sounds like a plan before i go Yes. How does the rest of your group feel about the journeyman? I've known the last two faces. The tall blonde one was kind of a dick. He was. But he was very good at his job. This one... Seems be a bit more balanced she does seems more level headed yes to a point still reckless (laughs) well that's good to know sometimes you have to be reckless (sighs) and how long have y'all been how long have you all been following us Uh, since you stepped foot onto sloan there was a burst of temporal energy Uh, well technically two but one we knew of and there was a burst right after it the first one being salix the first one being uh the journeyman Hmm. oh yes (sighs) 
right. Well, I will speak with our group. Let them know what our plan is, and uh, I can find you here. Yes. Yes, you can. All right, then. Well, if I don't see you around in your tabaxi look, then I will I'll come back here. Of course. And she snaps her fingers and back to tabaxi. Enjoyed your trick of putting the the uh, room number in my gauntlet. Well, what kind of a spy would I be if I just handed you a piece of paper? That's true. I was there for a while, hoping my my coin trick would work. So, And it did. <laughs> uh, I will leave you to it. Uh, this is... I, thank you. Of course. In the summer, your real name? No, you can call me Taylor if you like. Taylor it is. <laughs> of course, if you see me like this, my name is Summer. I will not answer to Taylor. <laughs> Just keep walking by? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, in your current look, have a good one, Summer. Of course. And I walk out. All right. I wake up with my mind swimming. Last thing that comes to mind is being snatched by a fucking displacer beast. Then imagery of a feast with Goliaths, and then running from a horde of zombie Goliaths created by a fucking black dragon that breathes electrified ice. Go join this group, she says. Save the plane, she says. I should have stayed my ass home. My eyes finally come into focus, and I find myself strapped to a table under a light. Everything outside the light is just shadows, but I can smell them. The beast that bought me here? But the hits keep on coming as a smug ranger type comes into the light. There we go, waking up. He's just sort of looking at you. Uh, who are you? What do you want? Where am I? Well, first and foremost, the name is Arbane Nightthorn. And, uh, you already met my my little lovelies and he sort of gestures back behind him to his left and you can see uh, two displacer beasts laying in the corner mm. I'm tied up what do you want with me I think you know I'm asking because I don't I'm not in a position to lie or play dumb let's just say Lady Sagewing sends her regards. I don't show in my face that I'm aware um, of who that is. I keep cool. Uh, I still don't know what you're talking about. Roll me a deception check. What's that? An 11 plus my deception is pretty okay. I think it's a plus three. So, four, uh, yeah, plus, 14. Plus six. Oh, plus, oh, word, I have the special, yep. Yep. So 17. Uh, I think you do. 
I am concussed or displaced or beast mess my brain up a little bit so things are a little bit foggy well that's fine it's all part of the the job as it were it happens are you gonna let me out oh I don't know not here where is here my friend you're home A uh, feeling of dread um, washes over me. Um, <coughs> understanding how much trouble I could be in. I know I've been missing for literal centuries. Uh, I ask, what's the bounty? Oh, there's no money. So this is sport. Oh, no. It's not like that either. What's it like? You're to aid us. In the war against darkness. Um, I'm not following. Come on. The stone. The stone. Yes, the stone. And you know which one I'm talking about. I'm sorry, you must have me mistaken. I really don't know what you're talking about. All right. I don't see why we can't do this the fun way. What is the fun way? I thought we were already having fun. Well, it just gets more fun for me. And he turns to his right, and there's a a small bench. A bench table, a small platform. You can see uh, several sharp instruments. (coughs) Not torture devices. Uh, Not torture devices. More like knives. Fun. picks up one uh, looks like a stiletto about a foot long bone handle this one this one usually works the first time we can try more than once obviously but usually the first go does it as he sort of comes over and starts sliding the tip of it across the your collarbone area. Mm-hmm. He's he's making eye contact with you at this point. He's not even really paying attention to where he's going. Just sort Got of you. sliding back and back and forth. Where have you been all this time? You know, here and there. Really. Here and there. How did you get to another plane? I'm still iffy about that myself. Fair. How did you get to another plane? 
I to get help. me. I had help. From? Lady Sedgwing. Uh, she put me in contact with someone called the Time Warden. Sounds fun. Very powerful being. Should be arriving any minute now, actually. Hmm. You sure she's going to want her prize all bloodied? It's not really going to matter. Seeing how it all ends. Well, I might have some information that might sway her, so we'll see. We will. And uh, it's about at this point where uh, there's like sort of a, a burst of energy, like a, a flash of light in the room that like blind, like temporarily blinds you for a second. And as your eyes readjust again to the lower light in, in which you're in, you see a cloaked figure. Uh, looks like I want to say about six feet tall, uh, a blue and red and black cloak, uh, mainly blue with uh, hints of red along the edges, um, pale complexion. From here, you can't quite tell exactly what they are. And mm-hmm. then there is, uh, you see about six foot three, six foot four, a tall, slender, uh, bronze skin uh, elf, bald head, feminine features. Actually, looks strikingly familiar. Uh, I try and focus in on, on the wood elf and realize that the, the bald one. Okay. Um, I doubt I'm strong enough to use any magic. Um, cause I was like, oh, I could detect thought, but I don't have enough energy for that. I'd let you do it if you want to. Yeah, let's try and detect some thoughts. Okay, so surface thoughts of this particular elf is having very much the same initial shock of seeing themselves. Fun twinsies. Uh, if you want to go into deeper thoughts, you can do. Uh, they can do a, a wisdom saving throw. Yes, please. All right. Holy shit! Just succeeds. Rolls with a, a fifteen. Gotcha. So you get sort of a, a. You can really only get to the surface thoughts. You sort of feel this sort of almost wall, in to being able to dive any deeper. You can tell that this elf that just appeared is very much focused on you. Yes. Pretty much almost as focused as you are on them. Cool. Um, can I send a message? Uh, using the message cantrip? Yes. Flavor wise, I would let you just do the spell, even though technically you need to have 
components which you can use your arcane focus for, but verbal and somatic, so your hand's going to do gestures and you have to say something. Right. So if you're trying to, like, when you... I mean, if I'm tied up and I can't... You can do it. I, I will allow you to do it. I just want you to know that you will be saying this out loud. You may be saying it in a whisper and that person will hear you in their head, but you will physically be saying it out loud. Because the, cool. ver- the verbal component of message is you speaking into the wire mm-hmm. and transmitting. So if you would like to do it, I'm more than happy to let you do it. I just want you to know, take that into consideration that you will be saying whatever you're saying out loud. Okay, so I say, did you know there were two of us? To which one? To who? Myself. I've been told. And why are you helping them hurt us? You don't understand yet. Do you understand what you're into? They make their way over to you. And looks you square in the face and says, Do you understand what you're into? I have a purpose. What about you? I'm fulfilling my purpose currently. Is it your purpose or someone else's will? I could ask you the same thing. I'm pretty sure this is my purpose. You're doing someone else's bidding. You can feel however you want. You know, if they didn't get me, they would eventually use you. Turns back to the cloaked figure. And then back to you. I've proven myself worthy so far. I think and when you don't, then what? We'll find out. Do you really want to chance that? You know what type of person she is. That crazy bat. (sighs) Turns and walks back towards the cloaked figure. The figure comes up. holds the cloak back. You can see them at this point. Um, They are Asmar. Uh, Bright yellow eyes. Uh, Very, uh, maybe shoulder length white hair or like platinum blondish white hair. Uh, Pulled back. Uh, Chiseled jawline. What do you know about the machines? I just recently found out about them, so nothing. Hmm. Why are you traveling with that group? The one you stole me from? 
Yes. It seemed like a fun thing to do at the time. <laughs> you know, permits. I do. What is your purpose? You know, to be a wood off and die eventually. But that being tried for whatever kooky thing you got me here for. Well, not really here for you, per se. I'm here in hopes. And I'm free to go. Oh, no. No, you don't. So, yeah, what's the point? Well, I was hoping that you might take into consideration your situation here and be forthright with me, honest. Okay. It's going to be a little tough remembering things as your friend's displacer beast concussed me. So, you know, maybe be gentler with the merchandise next time. Hmm. The only reason you're not dead already is because of me. Think about this. And who are you? I'm known as the Time Warden, but your oh yeah, your new friends may know me as the Constable. Interesting. It is never mentioned you, but the blappy one with the pets—he told me all about you. Which one? The one with the displacer beast. He told me about you. That's why I know who you are. Oh, him. Huh. Well, we're going to try something. I would very much like these answers from you. And then if this doesn't work, then... Well, then I'm just going to leave and Mr. Nightthorn here can... Do whatever he pleases, I think. How does that sound to you? Sounds like shit, but, you know, not in the predicament to fuss. Wonderful. He backs away from you about 15 feet. <clears throat> and from this distance, you only really see like a glow on their chest. But there is a, a a glow. Looks like maybe from an amulet or some type of medallion that's right around middle of their chest. Okay. Um, and you feel this sort of 
burst of energy. Not energy, but uh, like you can tell a spell is being cast. You, you sort of feel that right. wave of arcane sort of flow through you. Uh, so I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Get to me, dice. Ooh, 17. Seven, uh, that's with the modifier? Without modifier, so plus 3, 20. Because my charisma, too. I forget. Let me pull up that thing. Your charisma save is a plus six. Oh. So you roll the 17 on the die? Yeah, 17 on the die. All right. Actually, technically, you get advantage because this is a charm effect. You know what this is, and this is a. You sort of shrug it off. Mm hmm. It was a. Spell that you know and have seen used before, uh, called uh, Zone of Truth. Yeah, it was like you can't truth throw me, buddy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh well, was worth a try. Well. I guess this was a waste of my time. Oh, you're just the one-trick pony. How cute. I don't need to torture you. You're going to die in... I'm not sure. How long do you usually keep them in a cell before you sacrifice them? Uh, Nightthorn sort of... Ah. Usually depends. Close to a week. All right. Well, then, you'll be dead in a week, so I might have been able to help with that. You want to bet? You know what? If you survive, bring this up next time we see each other. Oh, so it's going to be a next time. Got it. Of course, your furry little friend is uh, a person of interest. I don't have furry friends. Really? <laughs> I mean, except for the critters running around the forest, you know? But I don't know what you want with them. So the tabaxi means nothing to you. There's a lot of tabaxi in a lot of places. Which one? Be specific. You know how cats are all over the place. Hard to hurt them. Yes. You are correct. I believe there were two in your group before you and your friend. Maybe. People come and go. Who knows? All right. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. I'm off to destroy your friends now. He gives you a wink. Can't say the same, but good luck. Hmm. The other you is still looking at you. You notice this and uh, eventually turns and uh, there's another flash and they are gone. 
And it's at this point. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was saying, they, do they have like a teleportation thing of their own? <laughs> uh, they do, but you don't know how they're doing it. I will give you that. Sure. Definitely looks like they're teleporting. Right. They're Banthan like Nightcrawler. Wonderful. Pretty sure it's that amulet, but sure. Mm hmm. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Can't quite say. DMs never tell. So rude. Why would I, why would I want to? <laughs> the reveals are so good when you figure it out. It's more more satisfying. It's so it's at this point that Arbane uh, essentially just comes back over with the still the stiletto and jabs it into your shoulder like right at the joint oh fun and it's at this point you black out and do you have any final thoughts as you're starting to go as like in between them bamfing and you feeling this searing pain like right in between your shoulder uh i'm sure i've been looking around and taking note of like exits objects around the room what this um this fella has on him if they're like a set of keys or anything um so yeah just like trying to remember everything i saw in the room and on him okay i will uh roll me a perception check and then i will physically write it out for you and send that your way so you have that in your back pocket when you need it Ooh, net 20. Uh, yeah, all right. I will do a whole write-up for you. My dice love me today. Boom. Hell yeah. Um, the last thing that you remember, besides like the, the visual of what the room looked like, uh, the last thing that you do see in the bits of uh, pain after you were stabbed in the shoulder with the stiletto, uh, you see bursts of uh, the room, and the last image that you see is the constable and your alternate standing over you. And at that point, you black out. And you come to an undetermined time later. You're not entirely sure as you wake up. You're very groggy, but you are in a bed. small maybe 10 by 10 room mm -hmm. the walls are like a like a light yellow there's a window off to your right in the corner of the room sunshine coming through you have there are no restraints on you you are still in your uh, masculine form uh, your left shoulder does still hurt um but you can feel sort of bandaging on it. And it is just very quiet. You can sort of hear the morning happening outside. You can hear a little bit of noise from like maybe a courtyard. It seems a little echoey. Um, everything you can tell is of elven craftsmanship. Um, 
just by the cuts of the wood and the lines of the furniture because you're definitely in an elven city more than likely in Venice it's at this point as you're sort of looking around uh, the door directly in front of you opens and there is a a slight petite form in a hooded cloak uh, that has a sort of what's the best way to put this think Slytherin colors <laughs> silver and green um, you can see what look like uh, strands of silver silverish hair from the front um, the cloak is well worn uh, but seems to be very well made and it looks like it's been from what you can tell has probably been mended quite a few times <laughs> um, but still looks very very nice and from this figure you hear uh, the voice this voice uh, it's a, wonderful you're awake We were wondering when you would come to. Who's we and where am I? Your home. This we've, we've spoken before. Oh God. Are you the 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 one with this place or beast? The one with Oh Arbane. Uh I I do apologize for Arbane. He is quite incorrigible sometimes uh, quite a bit overzealous did he he did he is he the one who did this to you uh, yes and you can sort of see like a you can see that this isn't the first time that this has happened like the sort of the exasperated sort of body language just you still have not seen her face her face is still in darkness I assure you that I will reprimand him. Oh, yeah, keep that crazy person on a leash. Well, there's a reason that he roams the wilds and does not stay in the city. I don't stay in the city either. I would like to get out of here, please. There's a sort of tension in the body, sort of, almost sort of like, without seeing the face you sort of the energy sort of the head cocks to the side a little bit sort of like a why would you want to do that I've been living in the heartland the heart what is it called heartfelt heartlands heartwood heartwood for 200 plus years and I'd like to go back if I can we've been searching for you for 200 plus years and there's a reason you didn't find me. I'm sure you know why. I assume it is some sort of misunderstanding about what is happening in, in Venice. I don't think there's a misunderstanding about occult and sacrificing of people who are like <sighs> me. Cult. That is that is... not what y'all call yourself? Of course, no, of course. cults never call themselves cults. Would it enlighten me, please? You are important. So I've been told by many people who will not elaborate on that. You are here to bring balance in the war against the oncoming darkness. 
you know you could just say stuff and maybe ask people to come along instead of kidnapping them with the way that you just introduced my faith do you think that I would assume that you would listen to me if I told you that I'm actually pretty reasonable. Yeah, if you explain that, hey, it's not a cult, here's why you're important, here's what you need it for, and it's for the good of all kind, I might be inclined to help. But hunting me down for 200 years, not a good look on y'all's part. To be fair, we were searching for you without trying to harm you. Arbane. That shoulder, uh, that's different. Again, I, I am very sorry about this it was not my intention well my intentions are different from Lady Wylam's and, and who is this my intention may I get a name may I get a face my name is Tanny and uh, th- does that ring a bell for my character uh, roll me a history check 19. 19. Just just the name Tanny doesn't ring any bells. Um, So you're thinking about this and the figure pulls the hood back and you see the silver hair sort of spill out a little bit more and uh, the complexion is actually as because they have been fully covered. Gloves, the whole nine yards. The complexion is sort of a sickly pale green and up along the left side of the face of this if the without what's on her face looks to be high elf um is a a thin shiny layer like splotch across the face just sort of curling just around the corner of her left eye uh, these green scales uh, on her face okay. and the left eye is a bright yellow as and the other one is just sort of a sort of pale gray is she a hybrid does she get cursed I should ask while you don't know who Tanny is seeing this with your history check you would know right off the cuff that she is a sorcerer that comes from a draconic bloodline that's what I was thinking I was like oh she got cursed worse than I, than I did <laughs> specifically a green dragon from what you yeah, can tell green dragons are crazy I encountered them in my last campaign I don't like it I don't like them <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I'm like, oh, so I, I take them in, nothing gross or whatever. I've seen some stuff in the wilderness. I've heard about these type of elves. So I just like, are they, I thought they hunted your kind as well. If that were true, do you think that I would still be alive right now? Long game? There is a long game, but it does not involve me. It involves me. Well, it involves both of us, but it does not involve either of us being murdered. Mm. When you hear the word sacrifice, what do you think of first? 
Operation Blood Sacrifice because everyone that you your your group has taken has never been seen again. So they either got disappeared or worse. That is because they are not here. On this plane? Correct. Or in existence? On this plane. We are in the midst of a war with other planes. Yeah, I kind of heard about that. I don't know if it's a war. I know some stuff is happening where things are colliding. But war? We must fight for our survival. Uh, I'm sure there's a way to stop it. I didn't think there was a war involved. Well, if you hadn't run 200 years ago, you would know this. Hmm. Well, the people I was with, who I'm sure are looking for me, are also looking for a way to save all of creation from the planes colliding and figuring out these machines and whatnot, which I'm sure you guys have heard of as well. No glimmer of recognition to the words. She sort of gives you machines. Well, that's all the information I'm giving. Um, what city am I in, by the way? You're in, in Venice. And where's all my gear? It is in the armory. May I have it back? When you are healed and we feel that you are ready to embark on your journey then yes now y'all playing games with me now and i understand that this is a city full of elves and you tell me you can't heal me any faster i don't think you understand the type of knife that arbane used fun magical weapons joy of course as you said we are in a city of elves How about y'all confiscate his weapons and not mine? We have in the past and we will do so in the future. And like maybe a tracking spell to keep on about on his whereabouts because him running willy nilly is not a good look for your culture and your religion and what he's doing. If you're trying saying you're trying to help people because the way I was treated seems very murderous, very sacrificial and not like I am beneficial to your cause. Well, I can't say for sure why he does this. Not that we are in any way, shape, or form proud. Um, But I feel as though he does this, or at least from what I can tell, since he is not of the Chosen, and he feels so fervently to end this war and to survive it. Those who run from their calling he feels a deep resentment for well I got a calling of my own and it wasn't one connected to you all I don't believe because from my understanding y'all have chosen me and assume I am called for your cause but I have a calling of my own from some some much higher sources really allegedly allegedly 
Allegedly. What is this calling? Perhaps it is a just call- calling and you may be free of your... errands for the state. Like I said, I clearly have left the heartwood for a reason and I wouldn't have done so unless it was absolutely necessary, putting myself at risk knowing you and your your crew were after me. Um, so it is actually to help we have a similar cause, I believe, which is to save all of kind and save our plane. And I was doing that and I'm kind of hindered now because I'm here. And what if your friends do not succeed? What then? Well, there's going to be hard for them to succeed without me since I was literally sent directly to them. I was sent to go find them to help with saving the planes who who sent you that's classified information mm. fine then I mean we just met I kind of got kidnapped there's a lot of like we got to build the trust here Tan I don't I don't know you like that That's fine. Until you're healed, you do have free range of the keep. There are others here. You're welcome to stay in your room if you like. There are books. There is the courtyard. But you will not be able to leave the courtyard. That is fine. Um... Are these are any of these books about your religion, your cause, what the sacrifice is needed of me? Can you tell me about my sacrifice? What is that supposed to be? Why do they need both of us? I've told you. It's for the war. So we're weapons? We are the The final line of defense. Huh. Okay. It is not that we are hated, but we are revered. Yeah, that'd have been good on your your public relations to have cleared that up centuries ago. If you had ever bothered to come to one of the gatherings, you would know this. Those who dissent against us spread lies and rumors still having a hard time believing and trusting but you haven't harmed me yet and Mm. I am not restrained so that's helpful she sort of gestures to herself does it look like I could harm you I mean I don't know what type of magic you have but so far you're chill Why would I want to fight an ally? Fair point. Um, this allyship is one-sided because to me, you're a stranger, but and we can is, build, I guess. That is the hope. Is there any food around here? Is there like a common kitchen area? And who all else is here? Are there others like us? 
Yes. To all of those things. And are the others like us allowed to leave? Are you trapped here as well? I live here. But you can go into town. On occasion, I venture out. Okay. Well, granted, again, your parents, I'm sure, hinders you. I don't mind. Um, I'm the caregiver here. Oh, okay. Okay. This is nice. We try. Oh, so uh, if I could get some reading materials or something about this war to elaborate a little better, um, I'll see about coming around to helping. Of course. Uh, If you go out to the hall and take a right, it will bring you to the common area kitchen. And to the left will be the stairwell to the courtyard. Great. I will go and fetch you some books. Do you have a desired number? Are you an avid reader or are you just going to be thumbing through? Uh, Avid reader, I can intake information pretty fast. So give me everything you got. Want all the research. Okay. Very well. It's very nice to have you here, Salix. How'd you know my name? As I've said before, we've already had this conversation. I've been a hermit for 200 years. Forgive me if I'm still suspicious. And this is okay. She does not turn her back on you. She backs out of the door. Gives a like a half bow. Wise and, woman. <laughs> and as as she said, she's the caregiver, and this is not something that has only just happened. This has been happening for a while. And she's a high right. elf, so she doesn't look like she's young either. Like she's younger. She's probably I mean, if you were to guess close to double your age. Like she we'll seems see like one. yeah, she's she's like eight hundred. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, she's like 800. She's like getting close to like dying. <laughs> uh, she's getting close to like the 40s, 50s era uh, mm-hmm. stage of her life. And she takes a left and quietly makes her way down the hall. You don't even really hear her leave like after the steps out of the room. There's a couple of steps and then it's silence. Cool. Um,. I guess I inspect my wound. Sure. Um, Foremost. There is not really a whole lot to it. Um, Again, uh, most everything has the standard uh, elven flourishes, um, flowing. Oh, no, my wound, my shoulder wound. Oh, your wound. I thought you said your room. Your wound, um, it seems to be partially healed. Um, There looks like there is. like a receding uh, bit of uh, what looks like maybe decay in your shoulder. Not necromancy weapons. <laughs> um, but it seems like it is sort of receding back into the wound. So like, and you can sort of see there's a splotch that sort of goes almost up to your collarbone. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, you don't know for sure, but that seems like maybe that's about the point because it goes all the way around your shoulder. So right. it seems like that may be about where it got to before the healing started taking place. Cool. Um, uh, am I it able is, to... It is tender, uh, but you do have mostly full range. Like getting quickly moving like your hand you know like your arm up or out like right. quick movements not so great but if you're deliberate about what you're doing and it's not it's just sore cool so think of um, like think of like having stitches in a spot like you just can't jerk right. it around cool and um am i able to stand like mm-hmm. cool all right so i stand i look out the window to see exactly where i'm at or like uh, the, the courtyard area. Uh, it is in uh, looks like the back part of a large um, stone and timber building. Um, it's been quite a long time since you've been in 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 Venice, um, but from your point of view, you can see this sort of courtyard. There's a small uh, garden area, like hedgerows, that sort of deal. Mm -hmm. And a little further out, you see the different um, areas, the different wards of the town. Gotcha. Um, Oh, so we're high up. Yes. uh, Yeah, it's it's sort of like on a a type of hill city, so it sort of splays out. Um, And you remember that... uh, uh, as you see the different wards, you remember that uh, each ward uh, was built after a cataclysmic event, sort mm-hmm. of as a symbolic way of. In Venice, has uh, there are six wards total, so it, it's sort of like a, a living record of the different eras that this city has had. And it seems like you're in the centermost part of the city, which is the oldest part of the city. Cool. Um, all right. Uh, I will head to the kitchen and grab some food. Um, do I pass any other rooms with people in them as I go there? Uh, there are, three rooms uh one directly almost directly across the hall there's sort of the doors are staggered on the left and the right side uh, as you look out there are uh two more doors one on the right one on the left to onto the right hand side and down uh on the left there are uh three more doors one across and then one on the opposite side so going towards the kitchen you do pass two doors they are both shut currently uh but you do hear movement within the rooms hmm do i want to bother humans Sure, I knock. Uh, which side are you? Uh, uh, right, right hand side or left hand side? Uh, the door, uh, direct, like directly across from my door. Okay, first. so the so the door going to the right, that's slightly ahead of where you are at. Right um, on the opposite side. Uh, you hear uh, you hear uh, the noise in the room stops for a second, and you hear uh, quick, deliberate footsteps. The door opens a crack. Yes. Hi, I'm new here. Um, I just wanted to introduce myself and, uh, you know, get to know the other chosen ones. Hi. Hi, I'm Salix. What's your name? (sighs) 
shuts the door. Aw, he a hermit too. It's okay. <laughs> you hear him, you hear like mumbling behind the door, but it's like indiscernible. Right. Door opens like maybe 10, 15 seconds later. Rory. Hi, Rory. Um, I'm going to go get some food. Would you like to come or do you want me to bring you something back? I'm, I'm not hungry, but thank you. And shuts the door. Okay, cool. Uh, did I get a chance to look and see what type of elf Rory was? Um, had sort of a grayish skin, uh, silver, silver-ish, uh, Oh, hair. drow baby. It's okay. Mm. I'm a drow baby. Okay, I understand why he's skittish. It's okay. <laughs> there was no light coming from that room. <laughs> of course not, but... Him, him okay. He don't mean no harm. Uh, I go to the next door. I'll, I'll do this until I get to the kitchen. I knock right. on every door. I'll one last a menace. Yep, one last door. Um, there is a sort of sort of sing-song melody hum behind the door as you knock. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does not stop when you knock, uh, but it does indeed get a little bit louder as it comes to the door. Um, and as it opens, you see um, a tall, like taller than you, like oh. pu- pushing seven feet, um, a very stoutly built um, elven woman uh, with a, a slight um, like almost stone gray complexion still has pigmentation so um, just has like a slight paleness to it mm-hmm. um, uh, bald uh, the ears are uh, less pointy and a little bit more curved along the edge there's not come doesn't come to a straight point but mm-hmm. they're a little bit shorter you would know that this is uh, a half elf of some kind right um and like very big like uh like uh like tomboy muscle muscle girl type but very that has very effeminate mannerisms and we love uh, that <laughs> and very very small voice hello hi i'm salix i'm new here uh i thought i'd introduce myself to the rest of the crew here the chosen ones um what's your name and where are you from my name is kieran hi kieran where are you from i'm i this is actually my hometown oh i'm from here too oh cool um could I ask what type of sorcery you have? Oh, um, I I believe I believe they call it uh, aberrant mind. Okay. And um, your health elf, right? What are what are you? Yes. Uh, uh, my mother was a Goliath. Oh, I know a Goliath. Wonderful. You guys are fun. Well, we try. 
I try. You have a wonderful voice. I heard you humming. Her cheeks go red and thank you. Well, I'm going to head to the kitchen to get something to eat. Uh, would you like to join me or I can bring you something back if you were busy? I, I'm I'm just finishing up in here. I'll, I'll join you and help you. Wonderful. Thank you. Okay. And she leaves the door open and goes back uh, into her room. I take a gander, of course. I go suspect the room with my peepers. Um, <laughs> it is very similar to yours. Uh, it looks like... Uh, her room has a few more personal items. Um, uh, you can see uh, uh, there is uh, art and uh, potentially maybe uh, paintings. Uh, maybe not paintings, but think more like uh, I want to say like crayon. Oh, not, not necessarily like, like crayon or crayons, but like pastel. Like really, mm-hmm. really nice. Like the charcoals and pa- okay. Yeah charcoals and pastels um some beautiful scenes like you can see just from this quick glance you can see like uh fields of uh multicolored flowers uh but you also see on that quick glance you also see this one picture of what could only be described as just like It's a it's a thing, and it has lots of mouths and no eyes, and there's just like a real unease. Like the the outline is sort of schmut. Like this one is in stark contrast to the vast majority of the artwork. Is it in that area where like okay? So I am intrigued. I walk in and survey the art around it. Um, and yeah, I just compliment her on her work and I will attempt or actually I can just ask if I can take it. <laughs> I'm drawn. This piece speaks to my spirit. Can I have it? Oh, um, if you like, I could make one of your own. This one um, is special to me. How so? that this is the voice that speaks to me I have a voice that speaks to me too hopefully it is not as horrifying uh, as this one is for me or was when I was much younger does it have a name it has not told me its name do you know where it comes from I can only guess, but potentially the outer realms. Yes, I would like a picture of my own, of similar to yours. May I? What, what would you like me to draw for you? Exactly that. This? Yes. I can do this. If it's not too much. Of course. It may take me a little while, but I, I can do that for you. Thank you. Are you ready to go? Yes. Yes. So we head off to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. 
in tow. This towering muscle mommy behind you. Love it. Ducks to get through the doorway. And uh, you walk into... uh, It looks like... From what you can tell, just based on like the layout of things, it looks like uh, this is like the top area of probably a tower. It's about maybe uh, tw- a 20-foot uh, in uh, radius. Okay. Um, there is a uh, range stove uh, in the center of the room uh, with uh, like the front corner as you're walking in to the right is where a lot of the produce and uh, food is. To the left is a seating area and on the opposite side it looks like it is more of a common area got it are there people already in the kitchen seated and eating uh yes you see a uh scruffy uh slightly bearded and a little bit shorter stocky uh half elf uh with uh, what looked like uh silver scales sort of coming up underneath the beard and you can see them just coming out on the opposite side on the neck um, across the hands as well Uh, uh, has slight sort of dwarvish features Um, and there is also a um, what you would know as a pallid elf so Mm p-a-l-l-i-d very very uh, light sort of like almost sort of uh, like sort of a sand texture not texture uh-huh. but just sort of like think like uh, like a white sand beach gotcha. um, like how there it's not totally white sand there's still that sort of speckle so that's not just like uh, a blending of it like you can see the sort of freckles that would right. be that sort of white sand sort of look uh, uh elf ears uh, as normal except that it does have a slight sort of swoop to it uh, as opposed to just the really straight and hard uh, right. points uh, uh, platinum blonde hair uh, and rather lithe uh, uh, black eye makeup on either side uh, on both eyes and a uh, small bit of dark sort of lip as well just sort of cool, cool. sitting um, in like a nook looks like it, they're sort of writing in a journal and the half elf that has some sort of dwarven aspects to it uh, is uh, cooking at the range uh, I walk up to the range uh, hi I'm Salix what you cooking oh you know just uh, just got some bacon and we got some eggs and uh, I don't know I might throw in some veggies here yeah is there I enough haven't... to go around? And I point to Karen and I. Oh, oh of course. There's plenty over there. Uh, I, I don't believe I've met you before. No, I'm new here. I'm Salix. What's your name? Uh, my name is uh, Dev, uh, but they everyone calls me uh, Squirrely Dev. <laughs> Hi, Squirrely Dev. Yep. Nice to meet you. Are you from in Venice? Uh, yes, but from the outskirts. Gotcha. I 
spent 200 years in the heartwood so oh wow yeah you are you are just a fighter aren't you <laughs> a little bit ain't nothing wrong with that sure sure oh uh, karen uh, karen gives her gives him a wave good to see you good to see you do you want to take over do you do you have anything that you like uh are there cool mushrooms around i love love oh, oh yeah we got some we got some good ones there are some caps over there that is as big as your fucking head let me tell you then great sort of, i will i will use that as my bowl slash plates and that's I, what I like <laughs> i walk over and grab the mushroom cap and start i guess put in the skillet and start cooking how is the range still full round can I yes. across them or okay so yes I'll it's almost it's it's this it's don't think of the range stove as that we know like it's the same idea but it is a circular range so there are small sort of uh like uh oh, why can't i think there are small smaller spots for like pans and whatnot and it looks like it's actually sort of like a grill in the middle where you could potentially grill meats and whatnot and there seems to be just like a fire continually going yeah, so I throw something on there with the uh, mushroom and let that cook a little bit, and yeah, start All preparing right. my food. Uh, Karen, what did you like? What would you like? Would you like one too? Oh, I, whatever you're going to bake, I, I'm. I like everything. My kind of girl. Uh, I throw another cap in there for Karen and mm-hmm. start whipping some food up. Um, I shout to the the sand looking elf in in the nook. Hey, you hungry? holds up a, a mug and doesn't it doesn't doesn't actually look at you but responds with holding up the mug holding the book in the other hand and then pulls the mug back down and continues on with whatever they're doing okay they're they're a, a libation drinker or coffee cool um so i guess i let that sit and cook uh can i meander over to the one in the nook Karen, do you mind watching this while it cooks? Sure. Sure. Yeah, we could do. We uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, so yes, I mosey on over to the quiet one with the mug in the book. Uh, you get there again, very lithe, all dark clothing, um, standard goth kid. Mm-hmm. Um several piercings in the uh, both of the ears um, just quietly reading a book uh, from what you can tell what little you can read from the cover uh, looks like it's a romance novel oh, awesome. uh, do I have any knowledge of romance novels um, it's usually not your bag I would say I feel like I feel like being a hermit for the last 200 years has sort of taken the idea of any kind of romance or any sort of relationship with people in general sort of off the fucking table uh like you were still kind of getting used to your group of friends when you got kidnapped it was still a new experience right it's been it's been a fucking while um but you remember the concept you remember the idea of it you remember it especially in when you think of your mother talking about uh you know before you were born and all you know like you were you have memories of the the concept and the idea but you've never actually physically 
tried uh, to read anything about romance, nor have you ever actually been in a romantic relationship. I I would True. think it's it's yeah, just no. sort of I, I sort of get that vibe. Yeah, it was like let's try and start a life, and then oh shit, I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yes. Um. Uh, how do I interact with this being? Uh. Could you offer any suggestions on what you're drinking? It's the the halfling halfling coffee. Oh, cool. Um, and do you have a name? Elin. Elin. Uh, do you live here? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, not. Of course, you live here, but in Venice. Are you from here? Yeah. Yeah. How old are you? Mm-hmm. I'll be 200 next year. Or him, baby. <laughs> um, I'm unfamiliar with your, your phenotypes. What type of elf are you? Or what's called it? pallid elf that's just a nice way of saying pale as fuck and yeah we all come in ranges we have a plethora as you can see around the kitchen of course of course and who are you if I might ask uh, bold the guy this is mm-hmm. looks up from his book from the first time hi yes I'm Salix Nice to meet you, Alex. Oh, uh, what, what, what's your magic type, if I don't mind asking? Um, puts his hand over the mug and does a, a quick little move, a quick little gesture. You see steam start to come up from the mug, uh, and there's a little bit of a trace of sort of a wisp of shadow coming off of his hand. Oh, cool. Um, I also do a little something and show my little wispy magic shadows as well. Gives you a nod, like, okay. Uh, did your your parents send you here, or did you come voluntarily? I seem more interesting than home. Fair enough. Uh, so my yeah, dad got to work all the time. Uh, who needs to talk to their fucking kid? I assume they're higher elves. Yeah, I mean they think they are. I mean it's all bullshit anyway, right? I mean I was a hermit for two hundred plus years, so I can totally agree. Well, looks like we got more in common than uh, you originally thought, there, huh, Nature Boy? Not originally thought, but yeah. <laughs> um, what you reading? Oh, it's a. Yeah, it's just a. It's a romance novel. I'm not even gonna lie. Listen, I'm not one to judge. I cannot judge at all. Find anybody here romantic? I, I, I squint over at Karen <laughs> making faces and being a fool 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's fine. With our big alleged saving the planet goal and all, who has time for actual romance? So why not read about it, right? Next best thing. Not so sure about that, but that's fine. Uh, but yeah, if you want any food, I made plenty. Um, I'm making it on mushroom caps, so you know you can eat the plate when you're done. I may grab some if there's any left a little later. I'll save you some. It was good meeting you. Yep, nice to meet you too. Just go By the way, what? To the book. Yes. Yeah, uh, his, I, so I suspect his room is on the opposite end toward the courtyard. Yes, more than likely. Same with Dev. Yep. Uh, go back to the food and plates everything, and we pull up a seat. Uh, ask Karen where she wants to sit. Oh, any, any you know, because height requirements. <laughs> it's a it's like a vaulted. So think like yurt size, like it's the top of the tower. So like it's that big sort of circular vaulted ceiling. So okay, she had plenty of room everywhere Wonderful. else. Everywhere else, she's like close to the top of the ceiling. You walk into this room, it's just great. She she's like really standing tall, and she's she's pretty fucking tall. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't look up to a lot of people. You have to look up to talk to her. But she's just like, oh, anywhere's good. Anywhere's good. Great. So we find the nearest table, sit. I invite Dev over to eat with us and ask. Sure, him. sure. Anybody want something to drink? What we what we drinking? We want some some morning meat. Some like, how are we feeling? We're trying to party. What's going oh, I, on? I got my coffee right here. Great. Ooh, I, I'll have some. Uh, are you, are, do you like tea, Salix? I do love tea. Yes, it's you my like, favorite. You like leaf water? I love leaf water. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll go, I'll go make us some tea. Thank you. When she gets up and goes off and, and see her, puts a kettle on, comes over. It's just sort of like standing over the table, uh, you know, taking a couple bites, and you're just sort of participating in whatever sort of general conversation that's going on. Right. Uh, so eventually you get your tea, you have your your meal, um, and uh, trying to think of how many. It seems there were six doors, and you have met five people, uh, four people so far. Four. Rory, Kieran, Dev, and uh, Elin. Yes. You make five. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, this five, yeah, okay, so I'm missing one. Uh, so you guys have uh, whatever conversation they're asking you, you know, like, so, so where are you from? Why were, why were you in the forest? You were, in, you were in the forest. Yes. Um. So I heard about this whole situation, and I guess it was, it had a bad rap from what I was told, and I was told they were looking for shadow elves like myself and it didn't sound good they there was mention of sacrifice that could mean a lot of things to a lot of different people and to me it meant death and non-existence so i hid for 200 plus years in the heartwood as, and, you're, as you're saying this you hear elon sort of in the background is like well i mean we still could die. I mean, we're fighting a war, so I mean, death and sacrifice do kind of mean that, but yeah. I had none of that information at the time. 
Well, you know, it's all it's all propaganda. It's all you know. They don't they don't want the public to know what it's really about. And uh, yeah, it's all like I said, it's all bullshit. Agreed. And if they were just honest about everything to everyone, I would have volunteered to help had I known. But now we're here. Um, As you can see, I was kind of tortured in the process. You you were tortured. Yeah, and a point to my shoulder. Oh no! Kidnapped no. and tortured. Might might I add? No, they still do that. Apparently so. You must be really powerful then. So I've been told by many sources. Well, then it must be true. You heard it so often. I mean, you can hear a lot of things about yourself that aren't necessarily true. Oh, yeah, that's true as well. Like, you know, I'm powerful in what sense and according to who. And am I only powerful because they need me? And if they did not, would I not be powerful? Like, these are things to ask. Well, I feel like if they're trying to get as many of us together as possible, we must be important some way. That's yet to be determined, but so far you all seem pretty, pretty nice, pretty cool. And coming out of Hermitage with my last group and now meeting you, it's the only bad experience was with my torturer. And I guess being back in civilization isn't so bad. Karen sort of leans in and looks at you really intensely and goes, what were their names? <laughs> Like in, so, a, in like a deeper voice than you have heard her use the entire time, just right. sort of like sort of like a fire in her eyes. Just like what are what are their names? Uh, do I remember? It? He didn't tell me his name. It was just Asimar, right? No, she said it. Tan said the name. Um, yeah, uh, 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 Arbane. Uh, Arbane. He has two displacer beasts, but Tan said that uh, she'll take care of it. And there's an immediate sort of like grumble from the three individuals that are in the kitchen with you <laughs> like Ugh, that guy okay feelings mutual love it the vibe check is right with you guys and I appreciate it um so it seems I have met Rory who was locked away in darkness uh, he... feels like we're missing someone yeah Elon sort of says from a Zed's down at the end of the hall. Are they antisocial? Uh, Karen sort of just leans in a little bit. Zed, Zed hears voices like I do. Gotcha. Uh, do he, they tell him to do bad things? You know, I, I don't really know. They don't talk about it a lot but he sometimes it's said sometimes it's Omi sometimes I don't know who I'm talking to oh cool we got a DID person wonderful (laughs) um Listen, I've talked to myself and made characters and had things talk to me in my 200 years of hermitage. I'm sure it'll be a 
cool to interact with him like pretty chill i think i can handle it the devs like i don't know they they seem like different people and uh, yeah uh that's so like i mean i in a, out of game in our realm is it heard of for clearly being to inhabit multiple like be like possessed uh, possess- possession is a thing for sure and there's also a race of people called the Kalishtar which have a um, a mortal soul and an immortal soul that inhabit one body right but like most of the time it's possession or it's actually some type of like trauma ment- some type of trauma some type of you know like me- at least for me in in the world in in these worlds like normal like uh, mental disorders like those are are, are a, a, a thing that actually happened it's not like, cool, like it it's did. not explained away <laughs> by like oh he was cool. possessed by a demon or whatever it's like no there are demonic possessions and shit like that but there are also people that just have uh, chemical imbalances right. in their brain that just they don't interact the same way or you know like so it's like there, I mean, like I've, I have characters that are on the spectrum as well. So, like, cool. That's what I thought was going on with Rory first, but I was like, yeah. okay, him, him, a little socially awkward, and him, drow baby. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in my like hermitage, I be like I like I know I just realized how fucked the world is, and I'm just kind of okay with everything as long as you're not harming mm-hmm. things and people. Yep. Um. But Dev's like, yeah, he. I mean, he's down the hall if you want to. If you want to talk to him, I guess. But uh, usually, we just let him alone until he he comes out and wants to interact. That's cool. Um, again, as you guys said, it might not be him at the door, so I'm prepared to meet whoever answers. Um, thank y'all for breakfast. It was so great meeting y'all. I'm going to give him a wave and Karen. Keep that tea recipe on deck. It was delicious. Thank you. I will. I will. And I will start on your drawing tonight. Oh, thank you. And if you want to draw me any others, if you feel inspired, I will gladly put them in my room. It's a little dull in there. Do you have anything special that you would want drawn? Anything that's close to you? Or... Uh... I described to her the, um, I guess the, the huge tree in the center of the heartwood where I would like hang out a lot. Oh, the heartwood, the actual heartwood. Yes. The actual heartwood. Yes. <laughs> All right. Ooh, I, I could do that. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you. And also any of you can always knock on my door at any time. Um, I'm available to hang, chill, cook. I have some fun recipes that I cultivated living in the wild so if you're game for some some interesting and unique adventurous foods let me know i'm all, i'm always down for something fun great um so you'll have to try my my jellied rabbit ears one time Ooh, that sounds delectable i can't wait and i head off down the hall all right. Meet whoever answers at the moment. Yep. The last door uh, on the left. Uh, it is currently closed. Uh, you do see on the opposite side of this sort of like end, end of the hallway doorway is 
a smaller sort of circular landing that has a spiraling staircase that goes down and around. Okay. Uh, I knock. Uh, there is a bit of a commotion on the inside of when you knock. And uh, opening the door is a uh, somewhat disheveled uh fairly skinny rather short I want to say like four foot range uh, sort of again this looks like some type of half elf um, uh, deeper sort of umber complexion um, like I said hair is just just everywhere Uh, looks like they probably just got out of bed or at the very least have been in one position for a particular amount of time. You see sort of a cowlick on one on the right side of their head. Um, uh, slightly uh, bloodshot eyes. Uh, they have sort of a, a like a honey gold color with like mm-hmm. a little bit of like the light hits it the right way. It sort of sparkles a little bit. Um, a smaller nose um and just sort of a, a very tight sort of closed mouth, closed lip, sort of just groggily sort of opening their eyes and looking out. Hey, you are. Hi, I'm Salix, and who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Name Zed. Hi, Zed. Um, I'm new here. I just want to introduce myself in case you saw me around. Um, we're having breakfast. If you're hungry, I can bring you some. There's still some left over. No, no. I ate earlier, but but yeah. Thank you, I guess. That's very nice of you. Yeah. Um, do you mind if I come in? I can help tidy up a bit if you'd like. Uh no offense, I'm. I, I, I like. I like my personal space. Valid. Used to be a hermit. Totally get it. Um. Okay. Uh. Well, I just want to say hi, and I'm right there across the hall. I point to my room. Um. And yeah, let me know if you need anything or just want to hang out. Or I'm a great chef, so if you're ever hungry or want a snack, come find me. Oh, oh, all right. Yeah, thank you. Thank. You. Also, um, are you from here? Do you, Do you live in Inverness? Uh, yeah, I, I was. I was in the third district. Do I know what the third district is? Um, yes. Yes. It, like I said, it was. Uh, this is maybe that that particular district is maybe a couple thousand years old at this point. Okay. Um, uh, very bizarre architecture architecture in uh, it, co- comparatively to the rest of the city in the third district um, some weird shit apparently happened uh, right after right before the third district was built with the uh, the whole deal with uh, Sloan being alive and there being recurring catastrophes that happened because of right symbiosis and whatnot got it got it um do I can I tell what kind of mix is he or should I ask um you're guessing judging from the the description that was given to you more than likely uh aberrant mind okay 
because uh, uh, Kieran also said uh, that the picture that you're having uh, her draw for you is yes. the one the one that talks to her. Oh, um, and also, what uh, species is he mixed with beside elves? Uh, looks like gnome. Okay. This is why he's very, very, he's much more compact I mean. and, <laughs> and smaller than pretty much everyone else. Gotcha. Alright, well, uh, bye, Zed. Yep. Bye. Thank you again. Shuts the door. I kind of want to just keep knocking until I get a person, a different person, but I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're more than welcome to give it a shot. I'll leave him. I'll leave him be. 